family the beautiful voice that you have just heard was my brother minister martin french yes i love this man he is truly an awesome man of god who worships God with all of his heart. I just love his ministry. And not only have you got an opportunity to hear him sing a little, to hear him worship a little, tune in and hear a word from the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to to serve. We have a special guest with us this evening, my brother from another mother, Minister Martin French. Hello. Hello. God bless. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your podcast today. Amen. To God be the glory. I'm just so excited that you are willing to come on and give us a new word from the Lord. I know the Lord has a word in you and you have to get it out. So I'm just grateful for the opportunity to break bread with you. Yes, you know, God um, just allowed me to be on here today, um, you know, to be on this podcast, um, submitted to serve, um, just to have you having that that willing heart to do what you do and um, providing a platform to get the word out so that your listeners and people that need to hear the word we all need to hear a word from God and just allowing God to use you to uh, um, do that through this um, this uh, avenue um, is truly a blessing. 
Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. It's pretty exciting um, to be able to share the word that he planted in me and begin to share with my brothers and sisters different flow, different understanding, because I've learned a long time ago that not every voice is for everybody. And there's people that are waiting for me to share my voice, just like they're waiting for you to share your voice. And it's amazing when we can come together and then we can just even with the Bible says one can chase a thousand, two can chase tens of thousand. That means when we come together, we could begin to really set in motion and really get in position for those people that are ready to hear the voice of the Lord ready for those voices crying out in the wilderness because they ready to be saved. They ready to be healed. They ready to give their life to the Lord, but they just need a little help. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's so true. That is so true. I, I you know, I, I was sitting here today and, and um, we was trying to um, talk about what we was going to talk about today. And, you know, that comfort zone um, that most, believers uh are those who they don't even have to be believers but you find yourself in this comfort zone and where you're you're almost complacent about stepping out on stepping out on faith and um you know i was reading the scripture um i'm gonna try to see if i could pull it out Okay. And um, Josiah 1, um, verse 9, it says, I have not commanded, uh, have I not commanded you, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous, do not be afraid, uh, frightened, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. Amen. Uh, I, that you know that that was just something that was like just ringing it in me today. Um, just to hear that, you know, not not to be uh, afraid, not to be frightened to what steps God has ordered you to step into. That He's He's going to be with you with that next step, and, and you know what hit me. Just with that, it's what I saw. Who was comfortable stepping in the role that God has called them in in the Bible? None of them. <laughs> like you, you think about it, and, and nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody was comfortable. Like nobody was like, "Oh yeah, I want to do this." Um, this is, and it's not that they. It, it, even if you did want to, God took you to that next level of of unexpectancy like that. And so even if you, you had a heart to do it, he said, oh, well, let me show you that you have to put my your trust in him. Like it's never been a place where even, in, even Jesus himself, you know, he had a role and he knew his role and even even his role, he's like, you know what? He, he prayed about it. But God, if this cup can be taken from me, this is a big thing right now. It's, it, 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 it's not about being comfortable. It's about doing and serving um, your father and doing his will so that he can get the glory out of your life. That is so true. And the, the, 
it's something that you said prior, like fear plays a major role in us stepping out and doing what it is that God called us to do. And we look at our own inadequacy. We look at our, our own abilities and we compare them to this assignment that God has given us. And it's like, okay, I'm too big or I'm too small. Or I'm not smart enough or I don't have the network. We have all of these excuses not to do it because we're looking to our own strength, to our own self and to our own abilities. And like you said, just trusting in the Lord, knowing that wherever we go, that he goes with us, according to Hosea 1.9, that it's so important that we're mindful that if he called us to that assignment, that he's prepared everything that we need to get through. It's mm-hmm. a complete. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and and knowing that he prepared that for us, he prepared the table before us. Matter of fact, he prepared a table before us, right? And mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing. You know, he prepared the table before us. I get my 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 chicken, my collard greens and all that <laughs> all that stuff. That, you know that steak or whatever, and I'm about to eat, but he said, I prepared the table for you in the presence of your enemy. Like, come on now. I got to eat. I got to eat with my enemies watching me. I got to eat in an in a uncomfortable position. And and not only does he say he prepared the table for me in the presence of my enemy, he says for me to love my enemy mm. and do good to those who persecute so now mm. i'm i'm in an uncomfortable place doing an uncomfortable thing that and then it's not about me mm. and that's really what it is I, that i surrender that surrendering heart because right now many of us is in that it is about me and until we learn to surrender and give our heart to god as Paul would say, it's not I that live, but Christ that lives in me. And the life that I now live is not I that live, but Christ that lives through me. That takes a yielding. That takes a yielding that I can, you know, be sitting, sit at that table where my enemies are, where I can be kind to those who are persecuting me, where I can love those that are not loving me. That is, uh, that that is a humble heart that's willing to serve God, willing to do what God called them to do in spite of. But people, I know I've been there before what you gonna do what mm-hmm. you betraying hey. me you yeah. you trying to stab me in the back and i'm supposed to be your friend i'm supposed to look and not me not me but jesus is calling us a little higher jesus is calling us to that place where we get outside of what is normal everybody expects you to clap back everybody expects you to snap back but when you walk in accordance to the word and the will of god you you be you become that difference you're not lo- no longer walking as the world, but you're walking as sons and daughters of God. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, um, I had the pleasure to hear you speak um, earlier today. And um, and the fact of the matter, when you said that, you know, you, you know, sometimes you have to go in those uncomfortable places, mm-hmm. you know. And it's so true. Sometimes you have to be in an uncomfortable place to give an uncomfortable word to um, it, to uh, look at uh, um, Jonah. Mm-hmm. Jo- Jonah. Jonah was, you know, 
a, a man of God who God gave a word to, but the word that he he received wasn't a word that he wanted to give. Amen. <laughs> like, I'm not going to Nineveh. No, I don't want to do it. <laughs> he went in a complete different direction because it wasn't comfortable for his flesh. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an assignment that was pleasing to him. And that is one of the things that God does all the time. He give us the assign he give us these assignments that really causes us to get out of our comfort zone. Like you got to get outside of yourself to do what God called you to do, because he's going to, I love the Bible says he uses the simple things to conform the wise. God is going to cause you to do things that you be like, why? Really? Lord? Really? (laughs) Really? Absolutely. (laughs) And and, and, you know, you know, uh, Trina, it's, it's just one of those things that even, even in that, when you think that you're given, even in him, Given a word to Nineveh, he had to learn something himself. Exactly. Exactly. Like I was saying earlier today when I was ministering that I love that the Lord never allows me to share something that he either hasn't taken me through or taking me through. Mm-hmm. Because it's a you be able you, you're able to share the word with a greater compassion um, when you are either when you already have gone through it and overcome and then you have a sensitivity and compassionate when you're going through mm-hmm. absolutely so it makes a difference for you to share a word because if it was sensitive to you and it, and if it poked you in a juggler you know that it's going to poke somebody else oh. that means you have to deliver it more kindly because you know how you felt when you received it mm-hmm. absolutely yeah, and, and, and and that's that's amazing about God because to, to be able to grab hold to something that, you know, you, you, you thinking that you're giving a word to somebody else, you know, David, it was by his, uh, it, the, because of his ability to, to sing and worship, had the opportunity to go before a king mm-hmm. to, to minister to, to, um, bring a peace to but also he was receiving from God from, from the king he was receiving from the king because he was anointed to be king now mm-hmm. and how can you be anointed with a call but you don't know how to to step in that role so God said you know what I'm placing you to minister, but I want you to receive what Saul is depositing to you about being a king, the mm-hmm. issues of a king, the problems of a king, the the the, the limits the, of the king, the uh, what not to do's, <laughs> the, the what not to do's, the, uh-huh. and, and, and so that you, when you step in your role, that you know, okay, you. God is just, it, 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 God orchestrates things so that he could get the glory. And, and so we, we're trying to figure it out. While we're trying to figure it out, God's already, God's already got the plan together. We just got to walk into it and we have to be comfortable. And, 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 and that, that's where Josiah is talking about, you know, um, don't be frightened. 
for you know that next step and I, I totally agree and I like that it says having I command you be strong and be of good courage and I think that is important to have the coverage to do what it is that God called you to do because if people see people can sense fear mm-hmm. people can sense when you're not comfortable in your position mm-hmm. a person that is confident a person that knows who they are and know the God that they serve act on a different level they're positioned different. They talk different. They walk different. And even if you have a little fear going on inside, you have to know that what God said, it is so, and that he's with you everywhere you go. And it made me, th- it, re- it reminds me of the scripture when Moses was talking to the children of Israel about how good God is and that God was going to deliver them. He was strong and courageous on the outside, even though in the inside, he was crying out to God. And see, that's how we have to learn how to do, even though we may not be sure, we may be unsure about what's going on and we may be, you know, iffy about the task and the assignment that we still have to move in courage. We still have to move unafraid. We can't be dismayed because we're going to say, okay, God, you're sending me here. I'm uncomfortable. I'm not really feeling good about this assignment. I don't know what's on the other side of this assignment, but what I do do, I do trust you. And because I trust you and I know you love me, I'm going to do this thing you called me to do, even though I don't have it all. I don't have all the information. I don't have the know-hows, but I'm going to trust you and I'm going to move forward in what you've given me to do, even though my insides want to burst. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. want to burst on the inside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I like that analogy with Moses, you know, because he he he, he was afraid to speak. He was afraid to um, go before God's people, and he he wasn't sure what to say. Um, and you know, it, it's those very things that is our weaknesses. And then you have to like, what is our weakness? Because most likely God wants to use it. Exactly. And I think that's where the enemy gets us because we don't recognize that it's the very thing that you're ashamed of. God want to use for His glory. Mm-hmm. Is that one thing that you're uncomfortable about or you're not sure about that God want to use. So instead of us allowing God to use it, we're trying to tuck it away and hide it so no one else can see. I got this flaw or I got this issue or I got this problem or I'm struggling here. I want to tuck it away and hide it. And God's like, no, I want to use that. Mm-hmm. What is that in your hand? <laughs> exactly. Just like he told Moses, like Moses, like I can't speak. I, I, I can't. I stutter. God was like, oh boy. Okay. Get your brother. <laughs> <laughs> God was like, my will going to be done. You're going to do what I told you, even if I give you some help. Mm-hmm. And e- even in that, God understands our heart and he knows when we're afraid. And he loves us enough that, okay, I'm calling you to do this assignment, but I also see um, that you're going to need a little more help and I'm going to add your brother to you. I love that the Bible says he has give, given each and every one of us a measure of faith. So to the amount of faith that he knew Moses had he knew he had to add an addition to him and he added Aaron to him to be his helper to be his spokesman because he knew how far Moses would be able to go mm-hmm. and that is so important that we understand that, that God knows our strengths and he knows our weaknesses and everywhere we fall short God is going to add someone to our lives that is strong in that area 
And that's why there's a that's why the enemy want to cause so much division because once I link up with the once I link up with my strong counterpart, mm, the move of God is going to be great. Absolutely. But God, He don't want me to connect with my stronger counterpart. We don't want to connect with people strong. We too busy uh, jealous. We too busy envious. And instead of connecting with the person that may be stronger in the area where you're weak, you want to push them away because you feel like they're going to get the attention. They're going to get, you know, look at them. And it's not about that. God is just linking you up with someone that is stronger in the area where you're weak. And we that's where we have to, once again, humble ourselves again, get outside of our comfort zone, because this is the person that's going to help me get to the next level. And even with my walk with God, I've learned that I don't want to continuously hang around people that I've done outgrew. You need to be around people that make you uncomfortable, who are more wiser, who are more, swat, who are more smarter, who have, you know, more um, business mindset. Like you need to be around people that are greater than you and not feel less than, not feel like you're being shortchanged. No, they got the wisdom. They got the know-how. They got the insight to help you get to the next level. If you continuously stay around people that you outrule, you're shortchanging yourself. Mm-hmm. Because because you now hit a ceiling. If you if you you're if your ceiling if you're at the top of your circle, you are now hitting a ceiling exactly. of your growth. Exactly. And so, like a balloon, you know, if you if you can um, put air in a balloon and it could float. But if you keep it in a building, I'm like, it's, it's only going to go but so far. But if you, you break through the ceiling, the sky's the limit. And, yes. and you know, um, there's a saying that I, I, I'm pretty sure you probably heard me say, um, fall into praise that you could rise into worship. Amen. That, that whole scenario is letting go of everything that you're afraid of and with no parachute with no with no and with nothing holding you back um and allowing your faith to carry you um god god won't put more on you than you could bear and it will once we step out and, and leap out off the cliff, God, God will lift us up. He, he'll, he'll bring us up. Um, jump out on faith. You know th- that you can rise in, the, in in your worship. You, we have to come to a place of worship where, you know, nothing's holding us back, and you know, with no fear, with no um, uh, being complacent or comfortable in like the routine sometimes God want to step you step out of that routine you know you know that nine to five God might say hey wake up at three o'clock today you know <laughs> I want you to worship me I want you to talk to me I want you to commune with me Let, let's hang out today you know and, and we really need to uh something that you said today as well is really to what God is saying. You know, 
um, I don't know if you want to share about the, the, the message that you have about, you know, uh, spiritual uh, firefighters. I actually uh, was going to say sidebar when I heard the fire sirens going past you. <laughs> I was going to say, there go those spiritual firefighters. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> be, being a spiritual firefighter, you know, just to know that, excuse me, just to know that, you know, um, there could be a call at any time. Mm-hmm. And you know, you have to jump out. These these guys who who are are, are and women who who go out and, and they start their day as, as firefighters or whatever like that. They don't know when that call is going to happen, exactly. but they got to be ready. Exactly. So, so that that message was on point. It was definitely a word that needed to be heard, and and not only that, but the story behind it that. You know, that really, like, I, it really brought me there when you, when you told that that um, story that would happen to you. Um, that was really heartfelt. Like, I, I really felt that. So, that's yeah, really I, re- I really, I really felt it. <laughs> and for, for God yeah. to bring it back to me, to use it for this message was very serious for me. Because when you, it's different to, out, it's different outside looking in. Versus when you're in. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to treat people with a, a long spoon or a long fork or whatever it is that they say. It's easy to treat them like that when you're not in. Mm-hmm. But when we begin to position ourselves and see the unbeliever and see the backslider as ourselves. Because that's truly what it is all about. Seeing them as myself because it was only by the grace of God that we are saved. It's only by God's grace that we ourselves are not in their position. Matter of fact, we were in their position. And now by his grace, we're pulled into this union, into this family, into this awareness, into this revelation, not to keep, not to hoard, but to now give it to someone else. And if we was to really walk out every day and live out our daily lives, looking at every person as ourselves, it's like looking in the mirror, like I'm you, you, me. And I love me, therefore I'm going to love you. Like what the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. You ain't going to let yourself burn. Mm -hmm. Especially if you are aware of the fire that's coming. And the thing about the unbelief, they are unaware. They don't know the fire that is about to hit them. But when you love somebody and you care and you see them as yourselves, there is an urgency and an importance to you to say, you know what? I got to talk to you about this. I need to share this with you. I want to talk to you about the gospel. I want to tell you about the love of Jesus. I want to tell you about the power and the blood. I want to tell you about the Holy Spirit. I want to tell you about all these things that will bring you out of the condition that you're in. Because even though you're in a bad condition, you're about to go into worse conditions. Mm-hmm. An everlasting condition. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell's fire is unextinguishable. So it's very like my heart and my heart has just been stirred up by the Holy Spirit of God. And it's just been this urgency in my spirit. And I just have this desire to really just reach out to all that I can by, you know, the grace of God and whoever he connect me to to say, hey, listen, I'm not judging you. And I say that a lot. I find myself saying that a lot on the podcast. Like I'm not judging because I'm not. But so many people, when they hear doom and gloom and they hear repentance, they automatically point the finger judging and it brings us back to that comfort zone. 
And basically what I'm saying is challenging you to come out of your comfort zone. The gospel challenges you to come out of your comfort zone. You're used to doing certain things. You're used to doing and going and being at certain places. And now the gospel is challenging you to rise above what you're used to. So even going back to your main point of the whole message, like our comfort zone is challenging when we got to understand that when we go out and minister the gospel, that our comfort zone was challenged too. And that's where the compassion will come in when you're ministering the gospel, because you got to remember where you were and how you felt and, you know, how you thought the first, what was you thinking the very first time someone ministered the gospel? And when you look at it like that, it wasn't, it wasn't easy. It wasn't, oh, hey, let me tell you about a a man named Jesus. And all of a sudden you gave your life to the Lord. No, that person had to labor with you. Like I said earlier, like that person had to labor with me. I I was like, yeah, okay. You know, all that I went through, I was the one saying, you know, God don't love me. He don't love me. That's how I felt. I never denied his deity. I never denied his, his existence. I denied his love because I couldn't understand all of the things that were happening in my life. And there's so many people like myself who has this this anger for God, this frustration because they don't understand his heart and they don't understand that the things that they are going through is not because God is mad at them. And this is where we need to share our testimonies. This is where we need to share what God has brought us from because we can give them and shed light in areas where they feel like God has forgotten them, where God is angry with them, that God doesn't love them because that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. And now here I am one of his biggest cheerleaders <laughs> come <laughs> see a man named jesus <laughs> absolutely you, you, you know it, it, it's you know just thinking about that as you take on this role as a firefighter or you know you you think about it and you know we are, as um how would you call it um I don't know if you want to call it pedestrians or those who are outside the um, the work of a firefighter. We don't see what they have to go through, the exactly. the preparations and and making sure that they they are equipped and making sure that they're always ready. And because you're outside of that, you're outside of those walls that they and the issues that they deal with. And besides being a firefighter, they still have to be a person too. But and it's okay. it, 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 so, so what ends up happening is like we could be going through as as, as um, God said He He gives us a, a life more abundant, right? But we still have to deal with life. Mm-hmm. And what many times we we feel like is that, well, I'm already dealing with issues myself. I can't take on that role too, you know, and and, and to help somebody else. But that's what God has called us to do because if we don't do it, the the people's parish, uh, you know, people are going to die. People are perishing. With, with their souls not being fed or not being, because we didn't take the opportunity to reach out 
and save someone or to pull them out that fire that we saw them going headed in that direction. We saw where, where that role was going to lead, but did we share that wisdom? And I, I think stepping out and becoming that that firefighter, that, that hero, that will that hero as God has called us to carry up our cross. That cross symbolized it. That's the that that's the your 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 um your badge. Uh, you know, you, you have a firefighter, you have a police officer. They wear a badge mm-hmm. to to recognize their position and what they do. Right. That the cross is our badge, Amen. and we have to remember what God has called us to do, and we have to stand on His word and and really um, go after what God has called us to go after that soul. Amen. 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 I totally agree. I, I want to just piggyback off something you said earlier. You said sometimes the pedestrians don't always know what the firefighter or the police and what they have to go through. And that's so true when it comes to believers, um, the man and woman of God that is laboring in the spirit, that is praying, that is fasting on the behalf of his neighbor. They don't know what we're going through. They don't know the warfare that we're going through just to even speak with them, just to even talk with them or pray with them. And that, and I think that's what, what hinders a lot of people from doing what it is that God calls them to do because a lot of people don't want to deal with the warfare mm-hmm. because the enemy don't want us to minister to our neighbor. He don't want us to minister to the person sitting next to us in the cubicle at our job. He don't want us to share the gospel. What he wants us to do is shut up. And we have to get outside of our comfort zone of what's going to happen to me. Like you said, I got my own issues. I don't have time for this. I don't have time to be worrying about somebody else. I got my own issues. But we have to get to that place. And when we rise above ourselves and get outside of ourselves, that we recognize that when we take care of God's business, God takes care of our business. Amen. And we don't have to we don't have to worry about what's going on with me because God is going to take care of me when I take care of his son. And when I take care of his daughter and I do what he told me to do in obedience, all of my needs are going to be taken care of through his richness and glory. Mm -hmm. That all things are going to work out for my good. So we have to get out of that selfish mindset. What about me and make it about our brothers and sisters? And, and that takes getting out of your comfort zone, getting out of what you know, especially people who've been hurt before, especially people who've been betrayed. It makes it's hard to get outside of yourself and love outside of yourself when all you know is betrayal, when all you know is, you know, disappointment and hurt. So it's a challenge for a lot of people to get outside of themselves and push themselves to the max for the gospel. Nobody likes being rejected. Rejection plays a major part in sharing the gospel. You gotta, you have to be willing to say, no, I don't want to hear that, or I'm Muslim, or I'm I'm Catholic, or you gotta be, you have to be strong in yourself. Like the like like Hosea one says, be strong, be courageous, be not afraid, be not dismayed, because you're gonna hear no, you're gonna hear I don't want to hear that, you're gonna hear I don't believe, you're gonna hear you know how how you know jesus is the only one and true god these things we're gonna hear every time we share the gospel but that should not hinder us from moving forward in the mandate that god has given us mm-hmm. whenever when every when everything else is running away 
we are we are called to run towards yes um, um, like a fire most people you see running out and you're called to run into it amen and if you're running into something that you're not prepared for you're going to you you're not, you're not gonna you're not gonna be ready you're not gonna be ready you're not gonna come out how God wants you to come out but if you if you want if you are willing to let God go and let God just work in you in spite of fear you have faith you, yeah uh, and you put on you put on your your armor and you put on that that the the, the the mantle and you take on you take on the mantle and you say you know what in spite of how I feel you know these guys running into the fire could be dealing with stuff at home and you know your your, your children your, your your wife your 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 husband or you know um you didn't get yeah. the paycheck or whatever like that you're exactly. running and you're running into it and they still have to be on point. They got to focus. They can't bring their problems. They can't bring their problems on the field. They can't go into that house worrying about their, their problems because then they're going to miss the opportunity to save somebody. They're not going to be focused. Mm-hmm. And we got to do the same thing with the gospel. You can't be so focused on what you're going through that you miss opportunities and you, you're not focusing and you lose a soul. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree. That is that is so real. That is so true. What they have to do, and even the discipline as a firefighter, what they have to do for themselves, because they all do go through things, and they all have their own issues, but they can't take that in the fire with them. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's an awesome, um, a- a awesome way of putting it, because if we can really look at it like that, of the importance of denying ourselves, decreasing that the Holy Spirit can increase, that you cannot take what you're going through on the battlefield. Absolutely. God is looking for you to rise up. God is looking for you to get outside of yourself and share that word, share that testimony, share that hurt, share that pain, because it's your pain is going to heal somebody else. And that's what we don't understand. Our pain is, is not in vain. It's to heal someone else. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 So, Brother Martin, I am so grateful for this opportunity for you to come on and break bread with me. I'm just so, I'm just so elated. I'm so thankful, and I pray that I get an opportunity to vibe with you again, and we can break bread again. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I am so pleased. I'm thankful for once again being on um, this podcast with you, and it was a blessing um, once again to, you know, break bread with you. So, um, you let me know. Yes, yes, yes. I will be calling you soon. Be calling you soon. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll be talking to you soon. May God bless and keep you, my brother. Amen. Likewise.